0: welcome to flight deck clubhouse the private podcast specifically designed for one main reason your convenience we want to ensure that if you're ever unable to attend the live zoom check-in calls each and every thursday at 7pm that you can catch up with everything you need and get the clarity you need to move forward each and every week with that please understand there are no stupid questions and you're here to learn and get incredible results for life not simply be spoon-fed a training and nutrition plan, which you have no real understanding of what you're doing or indeed why. Our key core pillars of Flight Deck are speed, community, clarity, and setting up the foundations for a lifelong physique transformation. That being said, please ensure you're being an active member of the Facebook group as Victoria and I are in there daily to ensure every single person is sorted. The only way you won't win inside Flight Deck is if you stay quiet don't lean into the resources or support and tell yourself stories about why it didn't work out for you. Lastly, do make sure you are logging into the private portal on a weekly basis to ensure you're up to date with all the new material provided in drip feed fashion so you can get implementing. You can go ahead and find that at www.slcoaching.london.com login. Before I go, I want to give you some traits of our most successful coaching clients inside 23 Lean so you can mimic those traits and get winning yourself. Number one, they are quick to implement. They don't consume information passively, and whenever there is a new training or resource, they implement quickly for the very best results. Number two, they don't stay stuck, and they ask for help as soon as they need it. And number three, they are quick to share both their wins and their lessons. Enjoy the catch-up and the training, and I'll see you on the inside. Boom, okay, welcome in. It is the... 13th of january 2022 and uh, we have a good fair few number of flight deck members in the room which is phenomenal and what we wanted to do is just make sure that everyone is set up good to go for the week ahead and uh, any questions with regards to training nutrition mindset your protocol uh, you know is dissolved so you can uh, absolutely smash the next week moving forward now for those of you that would have noticed uh, this wednesday you didn't have a check-in form to fill out reason being is because we only just started right so Moving forward now, every single Wednesday, you'll have a decision tree check-in form like the videos we put in the portal, um, where essentially you're going to input what's happened to you during that week, be that um, your levels of hunger, motivation, what your weight has done, how you're feeling. And based on the answers you're given, you can essentially now know what to do based on the feedback. So, right, do this, do that, do the other. From there, we can discuss that on the Thursday call to make sure you're exactly where you need to be. And obviously, you can upload your, your happy scale progress, you can upload your measurements, and you can just tell us how things are going for you so we can adapt your protocol and give you suggestions moving forward. All right, but we figured you just started. It doesn't make a lot of sense to chuck that in on uh, on this first Wednesday. All right, so from next, next week onwards, we're now going to more, okay? Um, couple, just one thing actually, but just before we start, Inside 23 Lean, our private uh, flagship coaching program, We go a lot deeper than like just the training, just nutrition plan. And essentially, sometimes what we do is have guest speakers come in to talk to us about various topics, which um, they're obviously experts in. And on the 18th, we have a psychotherapist coming in to talk to us about different levels of self-compassion and how we can actually use our mindset to increase our results moving forward and not let ourselves off the hook during certain situations. Now, I actually have five spaces um, for that completely for free. So if that sounds like something you're interested in attending, please let me know in the Facebook group and uh, we'll see if we can get you on that call. That's January the 18th at seven o'clock. And uh, that's going to be with um, yeah, Jean, who is uh, the wife of a, a good friend of mine, a registered psychotherapist. And I think that's going to be great. So if you fancy that, do let me or Victoria know and we'll see if we can get you on that call. All right. Cool. So listen, the chat box is pretty dead right now. So I think what we're going to do, Vic, let's go ahead and start with uh, the questions we've been getting. And like I say, if we're not getting to what you want, or if there's something which crops up, please let us know. Raise your hand, chuck it in the chat box. We'll get you on. We'll make sure that you're, you're good to go. All right. Cool, cool, cool. Right, cool. let's do this. So Victoria, what was the first one?
1: So the first question, do I rest in between exercises when the exercises are positioned back to back? um and with that no so if there's no rest in your little box don't rest just jump straight into the next exercise this is simply to save time but know that you don't have to do it that way if the, if you've got two pieces of equipment someone's on the other piece of equipment you can just do these single sets so you're doing your set then you'd rest 60 seconds, do it again. But if it's positioned together, then, yeah, you don't want to rest in between those two exercises. If you need to walk to the other side of the gym, it's going to take you 20 seconds. Don't run. It's cool. Take that 20 seconds rest. Um, but, yeah, the idea is we're trying to save on time. So don't worry about resting in between those two exercises. Rest after.
0: Does that all make sense? Okay, it does. But really and truly, like Victoria says, it's like a time-saving exercise, right? So if we we obviously don't know your gym setup, so say for instance we've programmed two exercises or two machines, and you're thinking, gosh, one of them is on like the next floor or whatever. Don't worry about like doing them back to back. Just do the sets, you know, initially, and then move on to the whole different exercise. It doesn't matter too much. It's not going to affect things, all right. Obviously, if you're working from home, you can set things up perfectly. Um, cool. Yeah, wicked. All right. Uh, yeah, next one.
1: Can I add extra sets?
0: Uh, no (laughs) you you can eventually you can eventually but essentially we've programmed for you specifically so that you know on the first training block you're not battering yourself and a lot of the times you get kind of stuck into a new training plan a new nutrition plan and you're really kind of feeling gung-ho and you can essentially um, you know do too much volume too soon we can risk injury we can overreach and that's exactly why what we don't want you to do essentially so if you're increasing the amount of workload we've given you um that's that's not advisable obviously like if it's been a couple of weeks three weeks and you're like you know what i think i can do more my recovery capabilities are cool my sleep's good my hunger's good um, and i feel like i can push have that conversation with us and then we can potentially think about it but um you, you don't want to be doing that off the bat absolutely not no
1: no um now the next question is what do you mean by a and b series just because i know there was some confusion in one of the chats so usually if you get a training program you will have your sets will be listed. A, B, C, D, whatever. If they're supersets, you'll have A1, A2, and then you may have B1, B2. But on Trainerize, there's no A and B. So you literally just need to open up the app and scroll through step by step. All your exercises are there. It tells you when to rest. You don't need to worry about um, finding the A or B written anywhere. Next question. I cannot fit in 10K steps. Working from home, what do I do?
0: cool yeah there's been there's been a few people saying that like listen just to get 10k steps is not realistic for me and essentially that's cool obviously there's a lot of you right now and so to deep dive into each one of your individual situation um you know is going to be tricky to do so if you know that your baseline is like three to four k let's just say before you jumped on this training program and obviously going from that to 10k is going to be a big jump you know that's fine so we just want you to be able to do a little bit more than what you're currently doing a little bit more right So if the baseline is 3K, if you could hit, you know, between five and six, that would be great. Don't beat yourself up because you're not hitting some arbitrary number. Yeah. For most people, 10K is just a bit of a push outside of what they're doing. But if you're super sedentary, if you can't, if you're at home most of the time, don't fret the 10K too much, but just push yourself a little bit to be as active outside of your sessions as you can. All right.
1: Next question, should I work out before dinner or after dinner as I struggle to train in the morning? Now, this actually depends on the person because I could easily eat and then train straight after no problems. I don't know, it's different. It's in my strength, I don't feel funny. But for most people, they may feel a bit sick or nauseous or whatever because they've just eaten. So it depends on you. So ideally, most people you'd want to obviously train before then eat after. But I, for example, can easily... Um, eat and then train straight after so I'd say just listen to your body on that one try both ways find out what works for you
0: yeah 100% bang on there's no right or wrong you're just gonna have to test and see with that one
1: 100% now can I eat extra calories from the calories burned from exercise
2: Do you want to take and
1: one? yeah so this one no so don't eat uh, don't if you if you're my fitness power, your fitbit's telling you you've burnt 500 calories from your training session then don't go and eat 500 calories because that is you know taking you out of that deficit we want you in that calorie deficit so just ignore all calories burned okay just get on with your plan stick to the calories that you've been given and don't be eating what you've
0: burnt that's actually really important so it's a really stupid function that my fitness pal has i think it has it initially right so it'll be like
1: automatically
0: right so it's like well done you burnt 500 calories in your gym session now you can eat those 500 calories back no like we've literally been stumped before with certain clients being like why are they not progressing they're like doing everything right and they're like oh yeah i'm eating more on my like workout days and like oh, okay that's probably why so don't do that it's a really silly function and essentially as well you don't know how many calories you burnt in that session and you don't need to just because your apple watch just because my fitness Power tells you well done you burnt 300 calories Yeah, I'm no idea that's so off it's so inaccurate and so you could like Vic says literally be eating back the deficit, you know, so that makes no sense. So stick to the numbers we've given you and uh, train, and don't worry about calories back within that session. All right.
1: Cool, okay, so what should my fats and carbs be?
0: Cool, so this question was definitely something which I was getting a lot of this week. I think it's a really good one. Um, And basically we can now look at, you know, your nutrition and add layers of complexity if we need to. However, when it comes to getting you a really good result, we know that focusing on overall calories and your protein intake is the by far the most impactful thing. So when you start to play around with ratios of carbs to fats, when you start looking at micronutrition and supplements and meal time, and yes, all that's relevant, but that's like literally the icing on the cake. Yeah, you need to get those calories right. You need to get your protein right. The ratios of carbs to fat have no real difference on your fat loss. So that means that if you have a day whereby you're eating a few more like eggs, avocado, nuts, fattier cuts of fish or meat or whatever, um, and carbs are a little bit lower, totally cool. And if you've got some days where potentially you're eating more sweet potato, potato, rice, pasta, oats, whatever, whatever, but your your fat's lower, but your calories are where they need to be. You're absolutely fine. Yeah. So protein and calories. We want to make it super simple for you and not add layers of complexity unnecessarily. That makes sense. That's really important, actually. So, yeah, just eat the foods you enjoy. Try and get that protein in. Try and get your your rough calories where they need to be. And you're going to be good to go from there. All right. No need to worry about ratios of, of this and that.
1: Cool. So I'm struggling to hit my calorie and protein target as I'm just not hungry. What do I do?
0: Okay. So with this, a lot of people are saying that I'm coming in under what you've actually set me. Okay. This is in terms of like fat loss, totally cool because we know that like, you know, essentially the bigger the deficit, the quicker the, the fat loss results. However, um, like I was saying to, to one of you today, we often find that like today's nutrition affects tomorrow. Okay. So just because You could come in well under today and be like, I'm not hungry. I'm feeling like, you know, totally cool. Um, What we often find is the next day you're absolutely starving and that will cause you to now overeat or your performance in the gym sessions are absolutely crap or you're really short and snappy, right? So like you don't have to eat up and towards all the calories we've given you if you're genuinely full and good, because that makes no sense. However, you need to be mindful of how that's now affecting the next day and the consecutive days in terms of energy, hunger, lethargy, motivation, does that make sense? Yeah. So try and best you can to hit it. And then based on your, your feedback, based on your weight, we're going to know if we've, we've got it close or if we're like way off.
1: Cool. How do I increase my protein safely? So it's not going to harm you eating more protein. Just stick to the um, protein target that you have been given. And to increase your protein, you've got things like eggs, meat, yogurts, fish, Beans, these are all great protein sources. So just utilize that and use lots of those. I like to try and aim for 30 absolute minimum, kind of 30 grams of protein in every meal. So then you know 90 grams is done. And then maybe have a yogurt or something like that. But try to get a minimum of 30 grams of protein in each meal just to really help you keep that protein
0: up. Which is quite hard, like quite hard to do initially. We totally appreciate that. And again, like I said in the email, this first week is really about you just getting getting used to it getting used to my fitness pal getting used to the training like it will come the accuracies and the the way we can now tighten the screw that will happen but just give yourself a minute just to kind of get into it there's no rush you know what i mean um but yeah that's great advice and there, there isn't a detriment to going over your protein goal unless it like comes at the cost of you not eating enough carbs and fats which you know it's going to be quite hard to do sort of thing but it's not bad for you in any way shape or form so yeah
1: Next one is, what's the best low sugar protein powder? Now, protein powders are made up of sweeteners. They're all kind of low carbs anyway. So you're not, unless you've got some um, one that's really high in carbohydrates, most of them are low in sugar. They're sweetened with sweetener. Um, and then there's another question here. what um, What's a protein powder that does not taste so sweet? So I answered this one in the group already. They are very sweet protein powders and shakes but what you could do is you could get a non-flavored protein powder mix half and half just so it's not as sweet um or you could get the unflavored protein powder and just mix it with some berries and natural sugars um to make it not so sweet and then is eating before bed a myth
0: sorry my son has just crept into the room he's behind me so i'm going <laughs> to that as well you hear some funny noises or whatever you'll know why anyway uh is eating before bed a myth in terms of like all that cause you know fat gain is carbs after say six o'clock detrimental absolutely not so when you're actually eating your meals as long as you're within the total calories roughly that we've now prescribed it does not matter when you're having them so if you prefer a larger meal because you're being more social you might have a meal with the family friends whatever uh at dinner time that's absolutely fine. Again, if that's causing you to go over and above your calorie allotment for the day, that's a problem. However, it's not a case of like that the fat gain fairies come out after you eat past 6 p.m. It doesn't work like that, okay? So 24 hours, what you're now doing rather than like, do I need to worry about eating before bed or not? Don't get me wrong. If you eat before bed, you're like your scale weight the next day is likely to increase, but that doesn't mean that you gained weight, actual like fat. That makes sense, yeah? Um, Yeah, yeah, 100%.
1: You've already answered this one, I believe. Is eating too much protein harmful? But you've, uh, we've already kind of answered that one.
0: Yeah, sorry. Uh, unless you've been told by a doctor that you've got any sort of problems with like livers or kidneys, um, then no. Essentially, it's not at all.
1: And then gym intimidation with gym shark girls. I'm not 18 anymore.
0: I got a really good question. Who obviously I'm not going to say who said this. However, let me just read it out because I thought it was good and I thought a lot of people could potentially um, relate. Just give me a little second. Boom, 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 here we go. Okay, so um, I'm too embarrassed to ask on Facebook this was, but how do you stay focused when you're surrounded by other girls in top shape, glutes under their chins and dripping in gym shot? I feel very deflated. And when I feel this way, I feel like giving up. How do I stay focused? Not sure if you can help with this one but I guess it's to do with insecurities and the fact that I'm not 18 anymore. So basically just like, you know, wondering about people looking at you in the gym, feeling funny, um, and all the rest of it. And I think really and truly that's often, if not always like in your head. And I totally appreciate that like going into like a room of gleaming kit and people that know what they're doing might seem like really intimidating at the same time, like, No one's looking at you. You know, I've trained in gyms up and down the world, up and down the country. People are so self-centered and they're worrying about themselves. The fact now you've got a plan, you've got structure, you've got focus. This is your race to run, right? Don't worry about what anyone else is doing. If you're training at home, fantastic. If you're training in the gym, totally cool. I promise you, like you will get really distorted with your own progress if you start comparing yourself to other people in the group, to other people in the gym, other people on social media. Just try and block all that out. There's people in here that are like online coaches and they know exactly what they're doing, but they just need the accountability. There's people in here that are like 300 pounds plus and never done a press up in their life. Yeah. It doesn't matter. It does not matter. What matters is you are progressing forward. Yeah. Your situation is improving. Don't try not to worry about anyone else's because that comparison thing can be really, really crippling. Um, Vic, you got anything else with that?
1: Yeah. I'm going to say in time, that feeling will go as well once you get used to it and you realize actually no one is looking at me everyone's on their phone anyway when they're resting in between sets they're not and they're they're just really not looking for you I've been there I used to be so freaking scared walking into that weights area because back when I started training as well it was only ever men there and I used to feel like everybody's looking at me I'm a woman walking into the weights area but in time don't get me wrong it took me a few months that feeling just went away you know I just stayed in my own head looking at my training program didn't have a clue what was going on around me and yeah it just takes just keep doing it and in in time that feeling will fade.
0: 100% and also have a little like audit of the sort of stuff you're now consuming. You know, if your social media feed is full of like idiot fit pros (laughs) who are constantly in shape and making you feel bad about a lack of progress or whatever, like maybe don't follow them. Do you know what I mean? Um, Because I think that can be, that can definitely like throw people off course when actually they were doing just fine if if they continue to run their own race, yeah.
1: Yeah, next question, how long till I see results?
0: Cool, yeah, I wanted, to, I wanted to answer this one. So this this one for me and Vic, like step in if you want, but um, for me comes in two parts. The first is that like, actually, in a way, like not to sound condescending, it's the wrong question to ask. Because really and truly, right, if you've got in your mind that this now isn't just some like, you know, internet plan that you're going to give a go and it's going to sit on the desktop. And, you know, after that January motivation has kind of happened, you're just going to start something else or whatever. You know, if you've got that out of your mind and you're like, right, no, this is it now. I'm actually going to do this. Like, why, why are we now rushing a destination which we're gonna be staying in, yeah? Who cares if it takes you two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight weeks longer? If that's it, there's no more yo-yoing, there's no more rebounding, you've got your results now and you're staying that way. And I think that can be quite comforting. And that's not to say that we want you coasting and not getting results, but that is to say that more often than not, we see people shooting themselves in their own foot through what they think is a lack of results. So for instance, we just see people constantly look at the scale. If the scale hasn't gone down, well, I'm not, I'm not, you know, I'm not winning. I'm not having, you know, the right progress. And therefore I'm going to order a Domino's and smash like five bottles of wine. That's the problem. It wasn't the fact that your scale weight didn't go down that day. Yeah. So try and really focus on the journey, try and focus on the process. And if we look at two things, there's like lead and lag measures. Yeah. So you wanting to lose body fat, get into X amount of dress size, and whatever, that's a lag measure. There's a lag between you saying that and that happening. Yeah. You can't do anything about that. There's, that's going to take time. What can you actually do to get there? What are the lead measures that you can actually take? You can do your steps, you can get your food in, you can do your training and you can get to bed on time. Those are the things you can do to get there. If you now focus on that more than the end game, you'll find the process so much more enjoyable and you'll get there quicker. If you're constantly looking in the mirror, pitching that bit of fat, which hasn't gone down yet, looking at the scales, looking at other people, you will drive yourself mad. Yeah, so that's that's my first point. And if you can get that mindset shift, man, it's just so much more enjoyable. And then the second thing, just like logistically, um, if three weeks has gone by and there's been no progress in the scales, in the way you look, on measurements, strength training, subjective feelings of getting leaner, you can discern that something's off and we need to make changes to the protocol or more than likely your adherence needs tightening. Does that help? Anything else, Vic?
1: Yeah, I was just going to say the big thing about this is that, men- it's that mental shift. So say you do go off track, you've had a meal out, you've had some alcohol, just get back on track ASAP. It's those that then go, oh, damn it, I've effed it. I might as well continue for the next three days and start on Monday that get the slower results. So it's just as soon as that's happened, cool, fine, loved it, had fun, good memories. Let's just get back on it um, as fast as you can.
0: Yeah, we do a lot of work in that all or nothing mindset with our with our private coaching clients because essentially it's never the one cookie out of plan that messed things up. It's the it's the mindset of you going, "Oh, well, I've effed it now." Let's just have the whole weekend off and start again on Monday. That's the problem, right? So if you can get away from that mindset, yeah, you're gonna you're gonna be good.
1: Yeah. Um, next meal timing and eating before bed.
0: Yeah, I think eating before bed, we've kind of squashed. You can totally Mm -hmm. do it. Absolutely fine. Meal timing, is it relevant for your goals right now? No. Um, You know, if you had some pretty exotic, like muscle building goals, then maybe, but everyone here just needs to uh, basically stick to the game plan and the fundamentals, which, you know, we've taught and we can talk about supplementation, meal timing, food quality, all the rest of it down the line, but let's just get this stuff right first. That's like an icing on the cake question, but let's, let's actually make the cake first.
2: All right.
1: Yeah. I've got a question in the chat as well here. So at the moment, the goal is fat loss. So if I can go under my calorie count on a day here or there and I don't need to eat, is it better to come in under my calorie count or eat unhealthy foods that are low in protein, but anything in order to hit the calorie count?
0: Come under, as long as it's not affecting you the next day. That's the big disclaimer. So, totally cool to go yeah. under the calories we've given you because a bigger deficit means bit bigger fat loss. However, if that's to the detriment of, you know, if you're telling me on week two my hunger's through the roof and like I'm not recovering and I'm constantly sore and snappy, and then you tell me you've been under eating, well, don't do that, <laughs> basically. So, just like, yeah, and
1: with, yeah, sorry, with that as well. So I do this a lot. I go day by day. I don't go, right, I need to eat X amount today. If I get to the end of the day and there's 300 calories left and I'm like before bed, not really hungry, I know that I'm going to want that extra 300 calories on like a leg day. So, you know, I I still always come in at my calorie count, but some days are higher, some days are lower. But if I go to bed thinking I feel really hungry right now, I'm going to eat that 300 calories. I'm not going to, because then tomorrow I'll be, you know, craving cookies and donuts. So, yeah. Can kind of manage
0: it like that. So, manage it over the course of a week, like Vic says, and then you can partition more food to the days you're naturally hungry, be it a leg day, be it a day where you're going to be more social. That is quite of like an advanced tactic, and that's something which we're going to actually do a, a training on in the portal. However, just know that, like, yeah, there's nothing magic about 24 hours. You know, you can go under, you can go over, but over the seven day period, you want to be roughly where you need to be. All right.
1: Yeah, and that's all the questions.
0: Wicked. Anyone want to chuck anything in the chat that they need clearing up, that they want help with? This is your time. We will stay until the very end to make sure that you're all sweet. Um, If anyone wants to come on, even better. Um, Literally, like, no stupid questions, no nothing. You know, you can literally ask what you need to ask. Totally cool. Just so you know as well, uh, this recording will obviously be back up in the private Facebook group. And I'm also working on actually getting a private podcast for you guys so you can listen to it at your own convenience it'll be on like, you know, all the places where you listen to your podcast. So you can, you know, if you miss one of these sessions, or what have you, while you're doing your steps and whatever, you can now listen to it. But um, just give me a couple of days to get that fixed. All right.
3: Yeah, I might have a question.
0: Yes. How are we doing? Nice, How
3: are you doing? Right. <laughs> um, I haven't managed to set up my fitness MyFitnessPal and all those things yet. So I, I've spent this week Well, struggling probably due to lack a bit of lack of preparation plus I'm overwhelmed with baby these are not all excuses I'm still committed to the program but is there and I don't know how I'm going to manage to count calories and you know also I'm just dyslexic numbers all those things I'm just like I'm my mind is blown already and I haven't even downloaded the app so where where do I go now from there
0: yeah. hundred percent. I think knowing you and knowing obviously the situation with a baby and all the rest of it, I would say don't do it. Literally don't do it. There's going to be yeah. uh, another training quite soon as to like, right, I can't, or I don't want to count calories just because we, we know it's the quickest way of getting your result. If that's now causing friction between you and starting. And if you're like, oh gosh, numbers and scanning and this and that, I know then essentially we can just go with like a rough, uh, you know, a portion size guide using your hands so like this much yeah
3: that's basically what I've been doing now I've I've literally I've I've stuck to everything as much as I can without you know putting numbers in and doing this and doing all of that you know so it's so I'm already I'm overwhelmed this week so I've just I've all I've done is just do my best and follow your nutrition as to like the guide on the plate stuff like that and but even that even that's been a lot of big learning curve with the baby trying to eat eat right and not like you know inhale a packet of biscuits on the go
0: (laughs) it's hard Um, it's hard listen I get it at the same time you you need to I haven't done it yeah you need to just like simplify right now right so like if you look at the situation before the training program and you were inhaling bags of biscuits and now you're not and now you're at least getting some steps in and now you're somewhat more conscious of like how your plate should look all right in week one that's a win Cool, week two, yeah. now. We can tighten things up a little bit, but just take your time, take some of the pressure off and uh, just know that you don't have to mess about with apps and stuff if you're thinking, listen, I got a baby and this is all too much, we can figure something else out.
3: Yeah, okay, um, and I had another question. Um, if you do um, a workout like separate to the ones that you've set, um, so like I go to a b- bring your baby boot camp because it means I can take my baby and it's outside, so it's partly for the social thing and it's good for mental health. So if I do that, can I add that into the um, into the I forgot what it's called trainer thingy app? Can I oh. add that in so that I keep a record of what I've done that week as well?
1: Yeah, you can add something. I think it's called car. If you just put it in the cardio activity and type it in, do you know what? Okay. I have a little look and I'll do a little video and just post it in. Um, yeah. But then don't feel like you if if you've done that a boot camp session, don't feel like maybe knock off one of your training sessions if it, it's a bit too much. We yeah. don't want you to burn out at all, so don't, don't do too okay. much Okay.
3: I mean, it's only a postnatal thing. I don't think it's as oh, intense okay. as your session. I thought you meant like but, um, some heavy, big boots. Well, and... <laughs> well, no, no, God, no. It's postnatal, so everyone okay. has a buggy and you just do what you can while a baby hopefully sleeps, you know, so um, <laughs> it's part, I partly do it with the fresh air and it means I walk all the way there and back, so, you know, it's all it's I guess it's all a win and I can't if I'm at home or the gym I can't, I can't always get to the gym because I'm on my own most of the week and then so I try and like I'll try and go to that because it means I don't have to find childcare or stuff like that but oh. I've still done one of my exercises but I did look on the app to see how you can add something and I, I couldn't figure it out it just says you can add an exercise into your own program I couldn't yeah, see yeah. how to add something else just so it's on record
1: I'll, I'll, I'll send it to us put a little thing in the group so if ever okay. someone so I've seen some people put that they've done a yoga class and they're recording yeah. it, track of it so yeah I'll oh, just, okay
3: yeah I'd like to be able to do okay. that that'd be great um, and I- one other thing I wanted to ask is I, I'm so busy in the mornings I'm not going to go on about how busy I am anymore but I think I'd find it easier to like put a shape together or something in the mornings so because you know in the mornings I'm I wake up starving and I'm like what do I eat? So I've just got myself a NutriBullet and I'm like, what should I, you know, how do I figure out what to put in it and should I add protein to it or does it just vary? Definitely.
0: I was, no definitely add protein to it if you can take Vic's advice of like right every meal that you eat I know you're not weighing stuff out and you find that the, the my fitness power a little bit confusing but like right roughly 30 grams of protein so for instance if you're chucking a whey protein scoop in there that's you know 25 grams is one scoop so you do like a scoop and a half you might do mm-hmm. some fruits and veggies boom just like don't overthink it done that's your breakfast okay. yeah
3: perfect thank you
0: cool 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 all good
3: can I um, ask
1: a question
2: yeah,
1: yeah sorry oh, it was a bit late. I. I've got the timings wrong and I thought I could quickly do my workout <laughs> that I've got today. So I'm a bit hot and sweaty, um, but I'm just looking at my fitness power app. How obsessive should I be about numbers? Like at the moment, um, I've had 31 grams too much of carbs and um, and I haven't had enough protein. Should I just make myself a protein shake to make it up or does, does that 30 or 40 grams make too much of a difference I'm not very good when it comes to food and that
3: I should be in my
1: age but I'm not (laughs) I can eat it
0: (laughs) really good question Vic do you want to take this or should I
1: yeah so the the main thing in your fat loss phase is sticking to that calorie deficit right and then the second thing is protein so if if you're low on protein but you've hit your calories I wouldn't stress about then adding in more protein and eating more food does that make sense okay so i'm i'm good to stop where i am then today yep yeah. and i'll try and yeah. sort of get it to match a bit more tomorrow yeah and then uh. but again it's the first week you'll get used to it in time yeah. you'll get used to a routine and what meals you like and it will become a lot easier to hit that hit that figure okay thank you
0: so like you know like vic says basically like if you if you just focus on calories and if like the the macronutrients are a little bit all over the place doesn't matter like you, you've got yeah. the main thing right the main thing is calories right so tomorrow you might think okay cool i was a little bit under on protein what can i now do to bring that up a little bit but yeah. essentially don't you know i think you came in a little bit later but don't worry about the ratios of carbohydrates to fat get your calories right try and get as close as you can to protein don't stress over 30 grams here and there you know okay. the accuracy will come like vic says over time you know okay all
3: right thank you
0: cool 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 um yeah anyone else want to jump on
1: I do have something else that I can talk about based on other questions that I've been asked. So one thing to know is that you can't spot reduce fat. So if you're doing loads and loads of leg exercises, that doesn't mean you're going to burn fat from your legs. So with your training programs, if you're doing like a full body program, you may feel like you're doing so much upper body. And I know as a woman, like years ago, I that I used to freak out with that thinking, Oh my God, I'm going to get really bulky. I'm doing loads of upper body um stuff but you won't at all while you're in a fat loss phase we're not looking to build up loads of muscle here we're just looking to burn fat so don't think you have to be doing heaps of legs to burn off the fat around your legs or heaps of abs to burn off the fat around your stomach doesn't quite work like that the programs are made just to hit every single muscle group like if you're doing full body you'll have an exercise for each different muscle group Um, But yeah, I just wanted to say that because I know there's so much stuff on the internet, like do our 10 minute ab workout to burn the fat from your tummy and all of this, but it's a load of rubbish, basically, it doesn't work like that.
0: It'll be so good if it did. But yeah, unfortunately.
2: (laughs) I wish yeah
0: 100 uh vic is actually because i'm um, one of the questions i've been getting is like in regards to the meal templates and like what foods can i eat and all the rest of it and the reason why we've given you so much freedom and flexibility with food is because yeah we can give you meal templates all day long end of the day you're going to learn absolutely nothing if we do that because then you just know two situations the meal template when you can just willpower your way to do it and then a situation where you have no idea how to eat and that's caused you to potentially have more body fat than you would like and not be the body shape that you want to be. So then we just kind of keep flip-flopping between the two, which is not useful for you and is, is not kind of taught you anything. So we want to start you getting used to the foods in which you actually enjoy eating, you know, via my fitness pal or whatever, um, but just use the, the templates as a guide. However, Vic has got an absolute game changing tool for you guys coming um, at some point this coming week in regards to meal planning, meal scheduling. uh, I think you're really gonna take a lot from that. So uh, yeah, that's gonna be helpful for sure. Cool, anyone else wanna jump on?
2: I've got just a quick question for you, if that's all right, just while we're talking about food. Um, (laughs) I wish I was one of those people that could eat three meals a day, but I'm more one of those people that needs to eat about 11 meals a day. Mm um so <laughs> yeah although I try to stick to like the the main kind of breakfast lunch dinner and then you know a snack in between like I literally need to eat every two hours regardless of how big that meal before was yeah. um have you got any suggestions for like for those smaller kind of snacky type meals in between because like I've heard, you know, go grab yourself an apple or grab yourself an orange. It just doesn't do it. Like, I'm still hungry.
0: So if I was to flip that around and say, like, OK, what does do it? Like when you've got those, you know, when you're trying to kind of nail the calories, but you've got like the 11 meals, what, what actually does satiate you and make you feel
2: good? Well, historically, it's a bag of cookies. <laughs> <Nowadays>. <laughs> and i think that's what the problem's been i yeah. don't know what to go to yeah um yeah i don't know i mean you know an apple is much better than you know something else but i tried to go for like pistachio nuts just a handful of those or something like that but i just still find like you know i'll have that and that's fine but then half an hour later i'm hungry
0: yeah which kind of makes absolute sense because essentially what you're doing is every time you're eating you're never actually getting the opportunity to feel full to feel satisfied to feel satiated Mm -hmm. so i can sit here and be like right let's have a look at your meal scheduling i I would rather you do like two to three to even four bigger meals per day and you're going to feel better initially you're going to be hungry because you're used to 11 meals a day or eating every two hours so as soon as you kind of wildly change your meal schedule your body's like whoa don't like this this feels odd and then you're like oh, well, I'm just a snacker. And then you go back to it. If you kind of push through, you will find that like, actually, when you do eat, make it a thing. So you've got your protein, your carbohydrates, your fat, your fiber. It's a meal. If you're constantly snacking throughout the day, no matter what it is, you are never going to feel full and satisfied. So no wonder that half an hour later, you're like, shit, I've got to eat again. So like, of course you do. Because that didn't fill you up. So I think it's less about the, the snacks and the food choices. And it's more about, can we now look at that meal scheduling, separate it out a little bit, potentially, you know, quench any sort of a hunger in between meals with like black coffee, caffeine, um, you know, artificial sweetness, fine, by the way. So like, if you want to do a diet drink, that's totally cool. Water, just get active and move. Um, I would be more inclined to look at meal scheduling than I would at food choices in that scenario. But I don't know, Vic, have you got any, any other ideas?
1: Just when you're having your meals, having a decent size of protein, and veggies, and potato is a really good one to keep you full. You can eat quite a lot of potato. Um,
2: White potatoes, like our potato.
0: hack, that's that's the
2: hack, is really, it? See, that's why I work. avoid actually. I'm always like carbohydrates, better stay away. Uh, <laughs> yeah, of course.
0: Yeah, most most people do. Potatoes normally get screwed up when people chuck a bunch of uh, oil in them and make them fries. However, if you like, don't mess with like a baked potato you will be annoyed at how full you feel. Um, It scores one of the highest on something called this satiety index, which is like a list of foods of like, these foods make you feel really full. These foods make you feel really hungry. So unsurprisingly, cookies, croissants, chocolates score very poorly because you fucking have someone and you want some more. Something like, you know, vegetables, Greek yogurt, white potato in particular, that's going to score very highly. And therefore you have more of them and you're like, oh, I'm not really that hungry. If you're not hungry, you stick to your diet better. You stick to your diet better, better results,
2: boom, boom, boom. Get me, that's also a great excuse as to why I've eaten so many cookies over the years. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> clinically, it doesn't kind of make cool. me feel full, it <laughs> <laughs> exactly. tastes good, and you want more, simple as that.
1: Exactly, you just crave more as well. It's hard to get out of it,
0: yeah. Cool. I, I Thank a you. It, it, it is quite hard to get protein in snacks, though, isn't it? Right, like, unless you're doing protein shapes, protein bars, um, maybe like boiled eggs, if like you don't mind annoying people around you. I don't know. It is quite challenging, but like in a, in a, you know, a full meal, it's obviously easier to do so. Um, but I think, yeah, there's hopefully some gold for you to take away from that.
1: Um, one great hack as well is getting some say like 0% fat Greek yogurt and chucking a scoop of protein in there and mixing it up. Yeah, That's quite filling and keeps you going um, for a good few hours.
0: That's gold actually. Yeah. That's a great, great hack. Cause then that's, that's like 40, 50 grams of protein done and it makes you feel full. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Um, Sarah, did you want to come on?
3: Oh yeah, just one question. Um, I, I said I was going to train in the gym and I've trained in the gym once and I think I might have changed my mind. Um, but um, I noticed the, the substitute um, exercises you can do for each one and there's a list of substitutes. So in that list of substitutes, is there always going to be something I should be able to do at home? So can I just basically substitute in all the exercises?
1: If you're going to do a home workout, I'll just change your program to a home workout. Okay. That'll be a lot easier for you. So do you have any equipment at home?
2: Um
3: just dumbbells and and um, uh, what do they call them? Strap not sort of stretchy straps.
1: The bands. Yeah, that's band, cool. I'll yes. just I'll create you a home dumbbell and band workout instead. That'll make it easier.
3: Brilliant. That'd be lovely. Thank you
0: awesome yeah, no problem whatsoever cool anything else guys like we're here to the end we want to make sure that everyone's sweet so if you're sitting there and you're like gosh i really want to say something about i feel embarrassed or like whatever like please don't um chuck it in the chat if you don't want to come on it could be anything like i say we just want to make sure that everyone's sweet and they know exactly what to do all good i've
3: got one. Sheree. Oh yeah um, yeah hi
0: mate um Any suggestions for like snack bars, like protein bars that don't taste like feet after the initial uh, couple of chews, and then you taste, and then your mouth just thinks, "Ah, I can, (laughs) I can really taste that protein in that." Um, I
1: know, I know of one. So I don't really like protein bars anymore; it's sort of bad experience with it. But there's one called Barbells. It's like a white chocolate peanut. The Barbells brand, I think, is really good because it feels more like a chocolate bar than, like, a chewy. Yeah.
0: Yeah, Barbells are good. I, like, for me, Grenade bars are great.
3: I got there.
0: They're good. Yeah, Fulfill bars are really good, Swanee.
3: And they really fill me up, actually. You can get two sizes, I think. I mean, they're not cheap. But yeah. um, I got these on Amazon, and I think they work out about £1.20 a bar. But um, yeah, I was surprised how long they keep me sort of full for, like as an afternoon snack. So just thought I'd hold those up. Yeah, they, they are tasty actually. They feel like a, more
1: like a chocolate bar as well.
0: Hmm. See, I think the food technology with protein bars is mad these days. Like they they, they taste pretty damn good, I would say, compared to what they used to. Anyway, so I don't know what, what, which ones even having swan, but yeah, the fulfil bars, the the barbells, and for me the grenade bars are just fine. Um, are these I- all all right to add to the to our diet, yeah? Yeah, 100%. There's like, there's literally no reason why not. Um, Yeah, 100%. And in fact, anything is like, literally like, hey, Sharif, can I have this? Hey, Victoria, can I eat it? Like, there's no good and bad foods. So that means that within your allotment of calories, right? If you want to include, let's say like a little bit of chocolate or a little bit of something which you really fancy, which isn't like a health food, totally cool right it's not going to stop your fat loss the only thing that's going to stop your fat loss is if you consistently go over your calories and we're not in that deficit so if that now means that like at the end of each night you have a little bit of what you fancy but guess what that enables you to stay on track for longer boom happy days all good if that means that the one cookie turns into three packets probably avoid it because that's set off a binge and a trigger right so you've got to know what sort of personality type you are you've got to know what to keep out the house simple as that there are foods which when i'm dieting with victoria's dieting i know that we don't have in the house because it's going to end in a mess. Yeah. What about on your, on your non-training days, uh, eating protein like that, like protein bars, does that make a difference? Cause you're not training as such. No, 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 not at all. So like, yeah uh, without getting too complex no basically it doesn't make a difference whatsoever so don't try not to think training days non-training days just because i trained i can have protein because say you didn't train and you had like a meal with like a steak or like chicken you wouldn't think anything of it same thing it's just like literally packaged up in a bar yeah with some artificial sweetener and and what have you
1: Um, and would you recommend kind of on your training days to sort of up your carbs more and maybe on your non-training days don't eat as many carbs or do you just think Don't worry
0: about that. Yeah, I think, you. again, you could. That's a pretty advanced strategy, which I think is going to cause hardly any, if any, noticeable difference in your physique. You've got some coaches that will say do that and there's some rationale behind it. But I think, again, that's like like the cherry on top of the cake, which I think you're worrying about stuff which potentially you really don't need to be sort of thing. So like nail that consistency, get your calories right, get your protein right, and then we can start messing around with training days, non-training days, carbs, fats, this, that. It's not wrong. It's not a bad question. It's just quite advanced. I don't, yeah. I don't think we're there quite yet
1: okay cool thank you
0: yeah no worries cool anything you're in vic or are we, are we sweet
1: no all
0: right then guys awesome i'm gonna i'm gonna shut off if there's anything that we've missed chuck it in the group we're pretty quick to get back to you hopefully uh we have a solid week of training and looking forward to chatting to you yeah in the group nice one
1: amazing see ya
0: have a good evening see you later